Hello and welcome back to another episode of Supercoach Insider. It is the Ben and Swizz show, also known as the BS show. Swizz, how are you? Yeah, I'm good. Yourself, Benny? Good, good. Enjoying that off-season. Oh, mate, the off-season never stops. And now, especially when it comes to cricket. It never lasts long, especially when you are interested in cricket. Now, I need to, I, I do confess, I need to buy a BBL shirt. Uh, unfortunately, I think full price there, a lot more than I want to pay for one. So I have my new Brisbane Lions shirt on, um, the one that didn't get signed by Zorko, but we'll get into that in another story for the AFL preseason. BBL starts today. Swizz, myself, Maddie Grimstone, we are big fans of cricket. Chris hates it with a passion. He would rather watch soccer or fall over in the mud, and you won't hear from him at all this preseason. So that's kind of a nice, refreshing start, don't you think, Swizz? Yeah, it's a nice change in that. I know uh, yeah, Grimo's pretty big into it, and I'm sitting here in my cricket stuff. I kind of rolled out of the club about midnight last night. Our boys had four wins, so um, yeah, no, I'm probably more passionate about cricket than I am footy, which is saying a lot. So yeah, very excited to be uh, doing this pod with you, mate. Wow, and if your passion is bigger for cricket, I can't wait to see some insight. I am not going to lie. Um BBL for me reminds me of kind of when I first started playing Supercoach where you know the premiums, but I, I have no idea about up-and-comers. Do you know what I mean? You see this name pop up and I'm like, I have no idea who this kid is. Whereas I'm assuming over time, if you start to watch and you see the grades cricket come through or people get opportunities, you start to get a bit more familiarity with some of these rookies. So Swizz, I am definitely going to be riding your coattail with your opinions this year. Well, well, we're probably going to be the blind leading the blind, but no, no, we we should be like right on that. Yeah, BBL is a little bit different to the AFL because obviously you can see these rookies come and get drafted, and you find out a bit more information about them. But because of yeah, you know, a lot of team swaps and the international players coming in, and they might only come in for three, four, five weeks. Yeah, the information sometimes is a bit hard to find out about them. Um, and but the, yeah, format's, can, um, the format's different too because of the double rounds, so you're kind of chopping and changing a little bit. Um, so that's going to be part of the journey, I think. And, and I think the idea is that Swizz and I will get together on the weekly and we'll kind of look at, well, you know, periodically because I think the games just continue. So just trying to look at, you know, who has the next double round, who to get rid of, who's a good price point to bring in and that kind of thing. And try and help coach a few people through it. So if you are like us, uh, it's kind of an excuse for us to just get on and have a bit of a shit chat, I think, uh, Swizz. Yeah, no, absolutely. And uh, like, I'm happy to always talk cricket and that. So and I said to my boys, my boys, but, yeah, no, I need, need to do some pods. I've got a couple of mates down the cricket club. I'll give a shout out to Pondy. They've started their own uh, Parkfield podcast and he's uh, on his high horse about uh, yeah, how good his potting is going. And I was like, oh, mate, just leave it to the master here. We'll get on and... Uh, We'll, we'll give everybody a bit of a feel about what, what to really talk about. So, yeah, give them uh, a plug. No, is, this, is this the one that you're hitting hitting up saying, like, what system I've got, et cetera, et cetera? Oh, absolutely, okay. yeah, just to help some new people in the uh, in the podcast world. So, yeah, that's my shout-out, Parkfield Podcast and that. Support the boys, listen to them, and that talk shit about cricket. But, no, uh, we're here for the Supercoach BBL, and it's, uh, as you said, it's a bit different to the normal AFL one, which is good because... Um, I guess if the formats and, and everything was the same, it would probably get a bit boring than that. But, um, yeah, the double games really throw in a, a new concept and three trades a week, um, which is great because everybody loves to trade. Yeah, no, I feel you there. And uh, Swizz is also getting an, a little bit of an upgrade here yourself, Swizz, over Christmas. So next year we should be hearing an upgraded Swizz, and we'll try and work out a way we can get your beautiful face to deliver with your wonderful voice, mate, in the near future. 
Yeah, the wife's actually committed to uh, buying me some stuff for Christmas, so um, that's exciting. I don't, I don't know if that's a bad sign that she wants me to be doing more podcasts and see less of me, but you know, I'm happy to do it. Okay, happy to have you. All right, let's get into the BBL. So the big thing for me this year is is particularly the amount of wicketkeeper options that we have that look like they're having a a, a playing a good role. Which, as we know with Supercoach, it's all about role. So if you have a good role, then you are more likely to score. Uh, also, a few through, uh, curveballs thrown up yesterday with a few uh, Australian A players coming back into the fold. So we'll get into that as well. And we're just going to go general thoughts over you know, what kind of structure we're looking at, which sort of players we're looking at as far as you know, in, the, in the, the batsmen and the bowlers and a couple others around the mark that we're kind of considering. So, Swizz, we'll start with you. I'm going to bring your little your team up here on the screen. Uh, walk us through with what you're thinking at the moment in your wicketkeeper sort of batsman lineup. Well, it's firstly, it's all about the double game. So I'll just start with that. So my planning is looking over weeks one, two, three, four. That's about as far as I look ahead um, and, and focusing on those teams with the double game. So first off, we've got the Sixers and the Brisbane Heat. Um, round one, we, we move into the Adelaide Strikers. Round two, round three, it's the Stars. And then round four, we've got the uh, Perth Scorchers. Now, in that, there's some teams that have buys. Um, so I've sort of tried to keep that in mind as well. Like uh, round two, Brisbane Heat have the buy um, after their double game. So try not to overload with them because I'm going to obviously have to move those guys on in part of my trades. So when I was sort of focusing on all lines and that, I was trying to keep that in mind um, about which teams had those double games early on and which teams have those buys. Um, so then I can sort of have a bit of a trade strategy there. So for the wicket keeping, um, we'll start there. Um, Clark's come in from overseas. Um, looks like he's going to be opening the batting for the Stars. Um, there was a spot there for him. Keepers, obviously, always in the game. Chance to take catches, stumpings, runouts. So he's playing the game tonight. So I'm emergency him um, just as a loophole option. Um, not that I'd want to put in a keeper that's not going to play, but if he does shit the bed, um, it does give me an option or it does give me Nelson who can move into that role. Um, so that's why he's sitting on the bench at the moment. But I think he could be a good option, but there's just not a lot of information about him. So that's why I've gone Clark. And Nielsen's got that spot at the moment that can loophole, but he's also um, a double game player in round two. So um, definitely uh, had to find a spot for him there, and that's how I'm playing that with the wicket keepers. Yep, that makes sense. And um, just for those playing at home as well, so you get what three trades a week? Is it? Which is yeah, why you, so you trades. so you, if you have anything more than three heat players, and you know you're going to be in a little bit of trouble. Sixes are good because they have the double game straight up, and that's it. They don't have a, a buy. Because um, everyone has, if they, if they have a, a two double games and they also have a bye, which helps if you can kind of jump on and jump off at the right time. Sixes are good because they have the double game straight away, and then they 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 just play, so they they don't miss any games, which is good. Which is why I don't mind starting. If you're going to start with a sixer, you might as well do it now because otherwise, if you bring in a sixer later on, you're not actually getting any double game benefits. Um, so yeah. jump on sixes early, and I, I'm with you. I'm looking at um, you know heat and trying to move them on. And even to the stars. So even with uh, I can't pronounce his name, but even with the uh, the Heat's um, overseas bowler, you could always go from him to like a Khan next week if you wanted to like, jump off and go from premium to premium, and then sort of ride the wave that way. Yeah, for sure. I guess you're talking about Mujib, um, the two hundred and eight thousand um, overseas bowler. 
which is just the lo- the logical one at the moment because, yeah, and then you can go, if you're not going to start Rashid Khan, you can it's an easy trade down to him, make, well, you hope Rashid doesn't go up in money. Hopefully he stinks it up. If you're not starting him, you might have to make 15, 20K there and do that do that trade. So that's what you're hoping. Obviously, there's the, still there's the price um, increases and decreases from each, each round. So um, those double games, you're hoping that those players have a big spike, go up in some value, and then you can obviously go down to somebody who might have like shit the bed um, the week before and um, and able to pick them up a little bit cheaper than that. For example, like um, I'm looking at like a you know your Darcy shorts or someone like that. Um, you know, if they had a poor game, you might able to pick move one of those and still make some money on that. Yeah, so I think the key thing as well is that I'm looking for people that bowl and bat where possible. The thing with um, with batsmen, though, is if they don't score runs, they literally score really badly, and they like then they'll drop in price. Whereas at least people that bat and bowl, or at least bowlers, they, they can go with you know, maybe a good economy or they can take a couple of wickets. Whereas if you're batting and you get out and then you don't you know field well or you don't bowl, then they have a, a huge chance of actually just dropping cash massively. Exactly, and you can see that with my batsmen. Um, so Tommy Curran, uh, what, what I look in for the players anyway, those who are going to bat top three to four in the order um, and the bowlers who are going to open the bowling or bowl at the end because you're more likely to get those wickets. Uh, so, yeah, I try to put as many all-rounders in the batting options. So Tommy Curran will definitely close the innings for the Sydney Sixers, um, bat middle order. Um, Philippi, you know, I know a few people are thinking about going either Lynn versus him or um, are just going to use him as the antipod because I know he's very highly selected. I think last time I checked, it was about, I think it was around 60% or something that people had him in. Um, I'll double check that, but... Yep. He, uh, but because he's a yeah, he's an aggressive batsman, so he gets that extra boost with the uh, any any score so quickly. But he's a wicket keeper as well, so you know there's always that option that he's going to take catches and run outs and get me some score there. Uh, Wildermuth again, another bat all rounder, bats middle order, but at least he'll bowl and bowl overs. Vince is probably the worry there. Um, because he can be hit and miss, but we saw what he did in like the final series last year. So he's that one actual just genuine bat that I'm sort of banking in, and that's probably Vince versus um, Lynn, where a lot more people have gone Lynn. Um, and then Garten, who's an, an international player for the Strikers, more for the double game next week. But he's, um, again, another bowler that should get some overs. Um, so, yeah, I'm backing on him, you know, that double option to score. But at the moment, I've got Hughes playing tonight as the emergency. Um, if he goes really well tonight, then I've got the option of trading out short um, and then bringing in maybe a Renshaw or somebody else that, or a Finch if he's going to miss first game um, as a loophole option. And then I can look at moving like a Garten to the bench or something like that. Um, there's some options around there um, if Hughes was to score well. But there's very likely chance that Hughes might not score well. As you said, with batsmen, um, they can very easily fail. So, yeah, he can um, – if it, that was the case, then, you know, I don't risk his score and he can just sit there as an emergency. Yeah, it sounds pretty good. I think I've got Vince as well, more for the, the double game factor um, and just hope. You know, it's one of those things that you're kind of looking at. Um, for me, when I look at my side, kind of similar in a way. Let me see if I can zoom in. Nope, that's not a good idea. Um, yeah, so then I've got like Clark Nielsen as well. I've actually got, um, is it Gilks um, sitting there? So I'm trying to work out. Yeah, again, looks like he'll be opening the batting um, just with, you know, Kawaja playing for the test team. So I think he might open and... 
Uh, he won't keep though, will he? Because I think Billings keeps for them. But it's one of those ones. He's he's cheap enough. Um, I've got you know Felipe. Felipe um, but I, I was big on him last year, and he was very impressive to watch. He definitely doesn't have that flog meter. He seems like a nice guy. He's quite chatty behind yeah, the stumps. Yeah. Oh, I think he's he's nice to watch. And as far as I go, it's like well, a batsman who is has a double game first up. I think it's it's a pretty safe pick. Like he might not always perform, but he I think he nearly got a hundred last year or did get a hundred. Um, yeah. Batted very well, so I know it's not always the case. But I've actually started with short, um, and the reason is is that again he bowls and bats. Um, I think it's not a bad option. Uh, they have the double game. I think it is in six. So I'm just trying to sort of look for someone that I I, I like to watch. I like to play, and um, bowls. He is fairly underpriced as far as what he can deliver. So I'm thinking short might be the way to go, although I could easily go Lynn to start basically the same price point, get that double game, and then try and look to move to short. So um, that's kind of what I'm thinking at the moment. I've got Garten as well. I've got Agar in my in my batting lineup, and the issue I'm having is uh, I do want Hughes, but I, I quite like my starting squad. So as in, you know, Clark and Nielsen in that keeping line, short Felipe, Vince, Garten, Agar, Gilkson short on the bench, um, I've got, I don't know how you say, how do you say his name, Swiss, the, the Heat bowler? I should know, seeing it's the Heat and that's my team. Um, well, sorry, I'm just looking un- No, no, 208,000, the overseas bowler oh, for the Heat. Um, um, would you, we, we, you, you go, you go first names here, mate. There's, 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 there's no trying to do last names with these guys. It's like me. That's why everyone calls me Swiss. Yeah, you just don't bother trying to pronounce last names. I'm sure. Yeah, he's the finger spinner. Yeah, is he or just orthodox? I don't know. Anyway, let's go with the heat spinner. <laughs> um, uh, I'm going with Karen as well. Karen will probably be my actual VC because they play early on. Uh, yeah, actually, Karen into a VC into Mudge seems to be the most likely VC captain options this week. So just moving on to that. But um, yeah, so just the natural with a double game, and then you can look at you know like. Um, AFL super coaching with the loophole and you get that probably one loophole chance and that with these starting teams and even the way you can do it there's chances to do three loopholes a week or even four counting your vice captain and captain um, you can get pretty flexible and I've seen a few starting sides where they've got the 42k rookie on the in the keeper batsman and bowler line where now the only risk can that happen is if you're you know uh, players get selected or they miss games or stuff like that and you need a player to come off your bench and then all of a sudden you have no emergencies um, can be a bit risky but at the same time it does give you a lot of loophole options and that's why um, Khan um, for Heat's one of the most selected players this year because at 42k batsman bowler who you can loophole around depending so if Hughes has a really good game I can just swap Khan hur- Khan for the Hurricanes you mean? Yeah for the hu- Hurricanes yeah, yeah. So, or can we probably should go as to um, get confusion or um oh well his name his first name is Josh so let's go Josh and that so yeah Josh uh, yeah uh, yeah if Hughes plays well I can swing Josh into Garten put Garten on the um into the bowlers and that and then take Hughes to score so yeah there's a few people looking at some different options like that um but yeah yeah most sides do seem to be stacked up with those you know Heat and, and or even strikers players. Um, I'm just saying his, his initials yeah. are JK, so he's kind of the joke yeah, of JK, the Hurricanes. So maybe we can go <laughs> that. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, just, yeah, just looking through some of those 
kind of batsman percentages too at the moment. Um, so yeah, Philpy sixty eight percent. So most people are going with him. Max Maxi and Stoinis are the next two most owned. Yeah, I don't so have Max- them yet. Do you? Yeah, well, Maxi Maxi's. And the reason for it, the, the stars apparently are looking at playing three spinners first week. So I don't know that Maxi some Maxi picks and chooses when he wants to bowl. Yeah. So or he might bowl um, one over straight up. But if they have right. th- if they have three spinners though, you kind of why play three spinners if you're gonna? Yeah, you wouldn't play Maxi then as well. Yeah. So I'm I'm hoping Maxi, you know, maybe the top order bat well, or he you know he gets out early for in a couple of games, and then come his double game, hopefully drops to like under 170, and you know I can pick him up there, 25k cheaper than everyone else. That's the uh, that's the hope. Knowing Maxi will probably come out and smash 100 first game, and uh, and that obviously very talented cricketer. So Stoinis, um again worried about his you know his bowling. He hasn't been doing a lot of bowling. So no, I don't think he'll bowl either. Stoinis, you're kind of relying on him being a straight-up batsman at this point in time, although it might change. Yeah. The only benefit is that Stars have the double game in round three. So you kind of so, probably you want to start with him for have him three rounds and then get rid of him, not bring him in, bring him out would be the probably well, ideal way. Possibly, but I'm still going to bring him in no matter what at the, for that double game. Um, in a perfect world, I'd start him, but there's just too many other players I want. Uh, and that's the hard thing. Like, yeah, yeah, there's so many players I want, but you can only fit so much, so many in. So, um, and I know then Darcy Short, like, you know, JK is the next highest pick, but then Darcy Short's next. And yeah, he will bowl over us. We know that. Um, fantastic batsman and always scares me not having him in my team. I've ha- I have had him in my team, but at the same time, it's, you know, something's got to give. And then, um, and he and he's the one. And then next is uh, Chris Lynn, and obviously he's a very um, destructive batsman up the top. It looks like he's in about three for the heat. So um, yeah, I can see why thirty nine percent of people have jumped on him. But when you um, you know you've got guys like Vince and uh, who's cheaper or Thorpe at the same price, um, you know you can usually only pick maybe one of those guys. So that's why I've gone. Um, or one or two, so that's yeah. why. I've looks like there could be a little bit of a little bit of rain around tomorrow too. I've been hearing so. Well, that's that's the other issue of these games now because, um, and this is why it's so important to pick top sort of three, four batsmen because uh, there's, there's there's a lot of rumours, especially um, yeah the Sydney games this weekend that there's going to be a lot of rain around. So yeah, if those games don't get uh, go ahead, well that's another story, but. Sometimes they do, and they're shorter, so it might be a fifteen over or a ten over game. So having, um, yeah, your opening batsman who you know might be just keying off from the start is very important. Then, and that's why I probably you know just staying off Maxi at the moment as well, because if he's going about four or five, um, you know, he might not get as big of a hit compared to some of the other blokes in the side. All right, so I think I've just worked out if I actually went from short to Stoinis, more because he had his double game coming up a bit sooner, uh, I can actually go and get Gilks up to Hughes, which is probably a little bit of a better bench option for me. Uh, I do like that because Gilks, as much as he's going from the bat in the first couple of weeks, they have brought in Sammy Whiteman over from WA, yep. um, who is also a very good gloveman. Um, and then Ollie Davies is back for either game around three or round four, who will come in and bat four, uh, bat at three. For the uh, thunder, so yeah, just trying to just trying to tee up so that way. After when they have their buy, I can just then move him to short, and then short can play for sort of four weeks, have that double game, and then miss his buy about five rounds later. So yeah, it might be the way to go, and that's um, that's what I was looking for. I was trying to find a way to get about fifteen to twenty thousand just to kind of upgrade that spot for me. So 
Interesting. Um, let's have a look in the in the bowling lineup. So as, in, as you said, opening bowlers, bowling at the death. Uh, my concern is probably Jordan, uh, international player, especially first up because it looks like uh, it was it Abbott coming back in for a week. Yeah, well, this is throwing the span on the works um, because of because he'll um, only play Abbott one and, game. He'll only play one game. Yeah, they don't say Abbott, they say he probably won't go to Hobart. He's waiting for the birth of his first child. Got released from Australia duties. He's going to play, but it impacts possibly. You know, well, where's the where are the overs then? Because Curran's bowling, right? Yeah. Well, Ab, Abbott and um and Agar both coming in. Yeah, that's completely changed my team from where it was yesterday. I'm back in Jordan at the moment because mainly because um, I think it's probably a couple of those other bowlers for the um, Sydney um, uh, Sixers. Sixers, yeah, who uh, who are going to be affected in that. Um, yeah, it probably takes Jordan from bowling four to maybe three now, depending on how they're going and weather and stuff like that. Um, but with um, Benny, oh, always muck up his name, Soisius out and that, um, I think it's uh, there's still those overs there and I think it could be Dan Christian who might be the one that's reduced. He's still in 31% of teams and I'm thinking at, at the moment they're more likely to go Abbott, Curran, Jordan and then the spinner. Um, Which spinner do you see playing, by the way? Because I'm, I'm a big Pope fan. I know he hasn't done well the, the first couple of years he's stepped up, but he was a junior um, killing it as it was an under-20 or whatever it was, under-18 Australian player. Uh, I think now a couple of years in the system, I think Pope could actually start to get the hang of it a bit more. Yeah, well, I was looking at Pope too, but yeah, I've heard a lot about uh, Minetti likely to get the, the nod as a bowler as well. So it'd be interesting to see how they go with that. And I think it might come down to weather conditions. And now that Abbott's back, there's a big chance that the – the Sixers could just go, all right, we're going to go mainly all quicks tonight, um, uh, banking on the fact that it could be a reduced over game as it is and it's not going to help the spinners with the weather. So it wouldn't surprise me if they actually just went all quicks or quicks and mediums. Yeah, that makes uh, sense. So and that, even even that, still, his job security would be slim with two spinners that could easily be you know mixed and matched or if one's performing, then you know the other one's in and out and doesn't provide much security. Yeah, exactly. So that's why I kind of just trying to bank on, I think, like, you haven't brought Jordan over to, you know, not bowl. And definitely in game two, at least, he's with Abbott out. He's going to definitely bowl his four overs. So I'm happy to bank Jordan in there. Um, and I'm not going to play around with the chance that, you know, Dan Christian could bowl four or he might bowl two, depending on everything. Or, you know, I might take a chance on one of these spinners because, yeah, it's – yeah, Hayden Kerr's name's been thrown up as well as a chance of starting. Um, I think that changes now with Abbott coming in. But, yeah, I think the Sixers, for that um, like that 11th player, um, there's sort of three, four players going into one. So you don't want to pick one. And then, yeah, that completely changes for game number two. So, yeah, I, I'd like to go with people who I know, are, you know, you, you can bank that they're going to bowl their overs. And I'll, I'm happy to cop Jordan getting reduced time game one because, yeah, I Game two, we know Abbott's not going to play. All right, so number one, Agar has to be a lock at 89,000. Yeah, he got released from Australia oh. duty, so he's, even though he doesn't have his um, well, double game for a while, um, definitely a good option. Um, sell me on that. And secondly, Garten. Tell everyone about Garten, because we both have him in the side. You've sold me. I've seemed to have forgotten why, but he seems like a good option, Swiss. Tell everyone. 
Yeah, well, Agar definitely. They haven't released him from Australia. Adrian is not to play. So at that price, uh, we all know the star quality, you know, and what he did in that Ashes test and that. So he's just, he's, yeah, he's a very talented player. So you've just got to have him in now. 17%, I'm sure that'll rise. Um, that, but it might actually not rise that much because people um, will be um, looking at the fact that he doesn't have a double game. So, yeah, but I think, yeah, that's just a, just a Monty. Um, yeah, Garth. Garson's an interesting one, and that he's he's kind of that pod for me. Is that in six percent? I like him because he's going to play the double game. Um, the worry is, I think he's going to bat about nine, um, but he did open the bowling in games in the, in the IPL. So I think you know the IPL is obviously the strongest T Twenty competition in the world. If he's opening there, he should come here and do quite well. The problem is, um, we've seen especially the English players in the past have struggled. Um, out here, so yeah, or it takes them some time to get used to it. So I can see why other people are looking at some more cheaper options or more stable options there. But I just think though his IPL form wasn't great, um, yeah, yeah. If you're playing IPL, surely the step down to the BBL um, shouldn't be a problem. And yeah, that double game why the you know he's going to bowl with Siddle and, and Agar and, and Khan. I think the the strikers team is pretty settled. Um, it's one of the more settled teams that you're looking through um, from a bowling perspective. So, uh, yeah, I'm pretty confident that he's going to bowl at least his three, possibly four overs, and just hope that some of them are either at the start or at the end of the inning. Jeez, you've made me a bit more worried there, Swiss. You haven't sold it too well. Oh, no. But, and then uh, I'm looking, yeah, I'm like, okay, well, you got you got Siddle, you've got Khan, you've got, was it Agar, the other, what's the other guy's name? Uh, who have I got in there? I've got oh Bartlett from um the Heat. Oh no, no, I'm talking about for for Adelaide. They've got um, oh Adelaide, yeah, it's yeah Siddle, um, Wes Agar, Wes Agar, Garfield, yeah. Russell. So Siddle and Siddle and Agar would be two key bowlers as well. I mean Agar, I think killed it for Adelaide last year. So oh absolutely um, right. So if you so tossing up between him and say who was that um Perth player hundred thousand, what was his name? Uh, oh, oh, Matt, Matt Kelly. Kelly, would you? Who would you pick between the two then? I've taken um, Garson because also the there's just that loophole option. He's got the double game next up. Yeah. If, if Garson didn't have it at the double game, I would have not been even considering him. I'm kind of set my team up for first round and second round. So see how um, he goes I, for the first I, two I really, rounds. Really like Kelly. Like I, I kind of like Kelly at a hundred, but I think he's going to bowl. Bowl some overs there. They've got some injuries. The um, the, the scorchers. So and and he's yeah, you know, he's, he's got a lot of talent. But Wayne Richardson, time, is it Richardson and, and out I'm, for Australia too. So yeah, well that that helps. And the fact that Hardy's not bowling at the moment um, just makes Kelly's prospects even better. So I like like I like Kelly, but then I yeah, it comes down to that double game round two, and I think that's that's three games I can get out of Garson versus two. For Kelly, so I'm that sure makes sense. Garth, and after that, sure after that double game, yeah. you can you know whether you can yeah, move him on Garth anyway. So, Garth and so, and that, like I had a look at maybe, and it's still a possibility because I've got the cash just to bring in Jakey Weatherold um, from um, the strikers because he's going to open the batting. So there's a big chance that I could still make that change, and because I'm going to want him next week anyway. Uh, so I, I'm sort of having already know in my mind that I want Wes Agar. I want Weatherald, um, so there's a chance that I just put one of them in now, and and Garton, you know, I take one look at Garton, 
and it's, it might be what I end up doing. So it's, it's very ba- um, very much on what happens in the Sixers for Stars game tonight because, yeah, if Hughes gets going, um, then, yeah, as I said, JK gets loopholed in and then Garton just comes into the bowlers where if I was to swap that for a Weatherald or someone else, they, I can't loophole him as easy, but then I can obviously move to Kyron or something like that. So, um, yeah, there's, uh, because I've got a little bit of cash in, in the bank, I haven't spent all my cash. It gives me a bit of flexibility, what I want to do with my team. All right, last player is Bartlett from the Heat. So we read a little bit about him. Looks like his role's improving. Is that kind of the sounds of it? So Bartlett, yeah. 97,000? Yeah, yeah, that, and that's the whole thing. It's because of the um, the players that are missing uh, because of Australia duties and Australia A duties and, and injuries, you know, Bartlett for the double game, and that's literally all he's going to be playing for me. Uh, that he's a two-game specialist, going to come in, play his role. Um, yeah, you know, he's, had, he's had some good form early on here in the domestic competition. So, you know, for, for 97K, I'm banking him to able to take a couple of wickets. Hopefully the economy is going to be sort of around seven, um, and that should give him a little bit of a price spike, which will help me possibly get a, you know, him to Siddle or, or close to Siddle or close to Agar for next week. So, yeah, of, of those, I know a lot of other play, people are going the, the slightly cheaper option um, in, excuse me for a second, uh, uh, where is he? Uh, Bay, uh, no, Baisley. Um, James Baisley, one of the internationals, but um, so there's a few people looking at him, and there's also there's been a lot of people picking the eighty seven thousand. Um, uh, and I'm just so my my screen's not bloody updating here. Um, who's the uh, heat player? Um, oh, eighty five thousand. Uh, Matty Kuhneman, who's been guaranteed that he's going to play at least the first game, and I think they said they're going to play him the second game. Could play in both games as well. So, yeah, there's a few people looking at him at 85000 which is slightly cheaper. But I think Bartlett's form and the fact that, you know, he's more than likely to open the bowling, um, but you can never actually guarantee that they're not going to open a spinner or something like that. Um, I think Bartlett's the safer option at the moment. And that probably shows why he's in 22%. You know, he, he still averaged 30 last year. I think, he, yeah, if he can get going and have a couple of 40, 50-point games early on, yeah, I think it's kind of a no-brainer at his price. Yeah, so I'm looking at going probably Bartlett, probably even up to a Kelly if I can. Um, Scorchers have the double round in four. They also then have a double round in nine, and then they have their buy. So you can dump them all by round 10. Um, Two double games, I mean, I think there's nothing better than that really. So um, I think that kind of wraps us up. The only thing is I've got Paris on my bench here, and I think you've got, is it Farrah down? Farrah, how do you... Yeah, yeah, the Faradun. So the, the, what, I haven't seen him in many teams though. So what's the what's the thinking? So I had um, uh, what did I have? I did have Paris, and he looks all right. My worry with Paris is he's just so injury prone, and I know after round sort of the first couple rounds, you know, you're going to have Bowen back from Australia. A Meredith's going to come back, so Paris is the first out. No matter how well he bowls, there's just not there's not a spot there for him. Um, where Farrodon, sort of an unknown, but we saw it with Labuschagne coming in. Um, we've seen it with um, a couple of these other spin, international spinners, and then Rashid Khan's the the obvious um, one with that. Australians don't play those wrist spinners that well, so I'm banking on this unknown prospect to come in, take a couple of wickets, 
and then they keep him in and hopefully plays his double game in round three or at least one of them. Um, and as a 62K option, he can just sit on my bench, um, hopefully, you know, build some cash and, you know, get three, four games and hopefully, you know, can get up close to 100K. Um, cause there's always that player and it always seems to be like a spinner that, yeah, one of those unknown spinners. So that's why I like him. Um, where Paris, I just don't see him as a, you know, have any job security. Yep, that sounds fair. I think that wraps us up, Swiss. So we'll uh, we'll look, we'll see how we go, and then we'll just pick up, um, you know, players that have dropped price that we're keen on, and um, look, we'll just go for that. We're just going to make it up, boys. Just enjoy the BBL. I am really excited. Uh, the missus is not excited because I'm like cricket will be on every night, and um, I, I actually like to do the the BBL workout. And uh, for those of you at home, if you're going to sit around and watch cricket and you want to get some physical activity, then you know I try and smash out ten push-ups and over, which comes around so if you sit there having a drink then every over smash out 10 push-ups and by the end of it you've done 400 over a three-hour period so it's 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 good i'm not gonna lie that's genuinely insane mate and that uh, but actually on that one that last player and that i know um hinchcliffe apparently it's the other spinner that looks like it's going to get picked for the stars so i know he's gone up to nine percent so just have a look at him but no mate on that yeah there's going to be a lot of cricket on we've got the uh the ashes starting next wednesday um, so, yeah, no, I, I like it, mate. Yeah, if yeah, people want to get fit and whatever and lose some Ks, I know those who follow Chris, um, he's been doing a ton of work in the gym and stuff and getting himself fit. So, you know, we all uh, you know put those Christmas kilos on. So, yeah, no, I, I like the attitude, mate. That, that's good. I'm not going to be doing that, but, you know. <laughs> well, yeah. If, if, well, I think um, by the end of it, I start, like, adding in bonus things, you know, like if they hit a six, I have to do burpees or, I don't know, it's a nice way to kind of balance it out a little bit and, um yeah, like, I don't know. I'm just weird like that, mate. If I'm going to sit around, like when I have, uh, if I watch a footy game, I, I, instead of sitting there all the time, I hop on the treadmill and watch it. Because, um, you know, there are limited opportunities when you're a dad to get in there and exercise. So that's about it. Um, look, Swizz, thank you very much. We'll make this up as we go. I am devastated. The Ashes, though, Wednesday, Thursday, I'm working, right? So I actually have a volleyball tournament, so I can't even go. Friday, I've still got work. And the one day that a mate could have got tickets because it was all sold out, he was too late in the member section, was Friday. And I was like, I can't, well, Thursday, I can't go anyway. So, a uh, slack mate, missing mate, out. Mate, 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 uh, well, Ben, 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 aren't you a sports teacher? Shouldn't you just be doing this as a part of a field trip? Kids, we're going to go learn about the game of cricket. Like, well, it's simple. It's the last week of school, mate. So, it's, um, I know, it's, if I had a ticket, then I probably would have tried to work around it. But a <laughs> mate of mine forgot, and because it's all online now, it used to be when you have your Gabba members, it would be first in, you get the seats. So, if you line up early, then you get the best seats. Whereas now, it's all online, so people are ordering extra tickets because they can online, and then everything sells out, or... You can have your ticket, but then you sit somewhere crap because everyone else get in early. So, look, it's okay. It is what it is. I'll be watching on my telephone. So, there you go. Foxtel yeah, game. Yeah. Uh, well, I've organised my work shifts this week, so I'm, I'm knocking off early. So, I'll be in time to be able to uh, sit back and watch the watch the game. So, it should be an exciting Ashes series, as it always is. Legend. Uh, um, well, we've got to wrap up there, guys. But, um, look, leave a comment. Um, let us know what team you're thinking of. Shout out to uh, Tim Mitchell as well, mate. He's been trying real hard with this. So we're going to give this some legs and let's get it up and get it going. Let us know who you're thinking about starting or how you progress. If you are first time to BBL, let us know as well. Enjoy the ride. That's us. Yep. No, no. Always happy to talk cricket with you, Benny boy. So, yeah, no, have a great week and good luck to everybody who's super coach BBLing this season. Good luck. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Yeah.